Records Tuesday. Uh, if you remember, I asked for any longtime listeners to contact me. I had a few reach out to me. Uh, this is a conversation that I had with a listener that's been here since the beginning, Eric Curtis. So I hope you enjoy. This is what it would be more like talking to me in real life. Not that you don't pretty much have a good idea. It would be more or less what you're hearing every day. But this is a good example because we had a conversation. Um, I let him choose the topic since I asked him to be a guest on my show. So his topic was how they keep removing God from society. He felt very comfortable talking about that. We talked about that and a bunch of different other things. So maybe this is a little change up from the norm. It's not real uh, news heavy, but definitely a fun conversation I had with Eric. So here that is. How's it going? All right. How you doing? Good, man. Uh, I'm glad you came on. Uh, you know, I uh, asked for anybody that was a listener for all this time. So I appreciate you listening all this time. And uh, yep. just wanted to have some people on that have been listening for the long haul. It's been a little over two years. So long two years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's been a long two years for sure. Since I had you on, um, and I know that we had a little quick back and forth on the email, you said that uh, you're most comfortable talking about um, them removing God specifically from schools. So if you want yeah. to talk a little bit about that, and we'll just go back and forth. You know, there's no real agenda here, just an open conversation. So, Okay. Um, well, you know, first of all, thank you for having me. Uh, I, I love your show and all that. Uh, we need more people like you. But um, – I don't know how old you are, Joe, but I'm. It's none of my business, but I'm. I'm pushing forty. I'm almost forty years old. I grew up in the '80s and the '90s, and I remember uh, some things in school when I was real young, and my parents getting real upset about it. They wanted to remove the Pledge of Allegiance out of schools. I remember. I don't know that. if you remember that, but um, you know, all because it said under God. You know, and as a kid, I thought, you know, it's no big deal. They're just words. I don't really care. But, you know, as I got older, I could see, you know, because of, especially during the Obama administration era, especially during that, because I started seeing, you know, those little things like that and how they escalate into, you know, what we have going on right now. Right. All the all of the uh, you know craziness that's going on right now, a bunch of godless heathens running our country you know it's absolutely ridiculous well, they um, did. do you remember um and I'm, I'm actually a little older than you are i think uh what'd you say you're just you're pushing 40 uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going into the mid 40s so okay. i'm just but we're right around the same time yeah. if you remember um he was saying all federal employees you weren't even allowed to say Merry Christmas because it was uh, unethical. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you remember that. And I, I got a kick out of that at the time. I go, that's ridiculous. If somebody wants to tell you yeah. Merry Christmas, they tell you Merry Christmas. What's the big and deal? If but remember, and if you remember, they were pushing that for a long time because everybody started writing Merry Xmas. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, or, or they transitioned to just Happy Holidays. So it just yeah. cut right through all of it. But it, it's been a consistent problem. And you can see, you see it because we're pretty much similar in age. So um, our generation is not like the up and coming generation. We yeah. still have faith in our hearts. We still have this moral compass that we live by. We have a set of rules bigger than the government that we follow that this next generation has none. It's just no holds barred. They do whatever they feel like doing in society now. That's right. Yeah. Uh, you know, 
And I think that comes from uh, they're threatened by Christianity because the Christian faith cannot be manipulated. You right. know, it's not a collectivism religion. Faith is up to the individual. Uh, yeah. Well, what what does the government want most? You know, the way I always look at it is they they want you to depend on them. So if you yeah. have a higher being that that's the one you look to when times are tough, you don't call your local senator or any of those people, you start praying and you ask for help and you, you never, you don't generally get what you want, but you certainly get what you need and it, yeah. it's always on time. So yep. I, I don't think that they like that because they want you, the us, the people, they want to be our problem solver because that gives them the control that they're looking for. Absolutely. Yeah, it's 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 kind of a mess. Eric, what did you what did you tell me? I know it's a little off subject, but what did you tell me that you do for a living now? I work in a, uh, a furniture factory in a warehouse. I drive a fork truck. They bring they build it, bring it back to me, and I put it away in the warehouse, scan it up. So regular blue collar, just like me. Yeah. I, I work at a landfill, so we're all we're all the same. Yeah. <laughs> we're all working. You have is is politics uh rough at your job or is everybody pretty calm with each other and it doesn't really come up uh yeah we're all uh conservative oh, in so the warehouse. Uh, yeah absolutely <laughs> everybody in the warehouse where i work is conservative and we're all we joke around all the time you know joe's got a plan you know and stuff <laughs> like that it's it's real uh calm so that's good. So it's not hard to go to work because I know some people are struggling with that. Did you get uh, in Indiana? Did you get hit hard specifically? I don't know you were in your area or your job in general with all COVID restrictions, mask requirements and all that nonsense. Uh, there was a we had to wear a mask. I, I'm, I drive a fork truck, you know, so yeah. I had to wear a mask when I got off the fork truck and walked to the bathroom. But while you, were, but while uh, you were driving it, you didn't have to wear it? No. Oh, of course not. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you got to think about it. it's the same ridiculous crap. When you walk into a restaurant, you have to have it on. But when you sit down and it, you're chewing and spitting, you don't have to have it on. Right. I mean, it, the, the virus you know? is so smart. It knows not to get you at that time. Yeah, It can't touch yeah. you when you're sitting down. But when you're walking, it knows to come and get you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's the well, I mean, that's, I've ever heard of. No, that's. I, that there was so much inconsistency with all that. That's how you know it was just all a big uh, scam. Is that it, none of it made any logical sense, you know? Right. And then when you get to that point in life, I don't know. Me and you, I'm sure you're the same way I am. When all of a sudden, just common sense goes out the window. There's, I always that this doesn't pass the sniff test anymore because we're doing something that just is completely moronic. So what what happened to our common sense? We were given some at birth, so I, you know I'd like yeah. to retain a little bit of it. <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> I hear you. So yeah, after like the third time of getting caught without my mask on, I you know I finally just started wearing it to the bathroom or whatever. But um, and there was a small scare briefly that we were all going to have to get vaccinated, but uh, luckily. Uh, my, the company is ran pretty conservatively. So they, they gave us the option to have a uh, religious exempt. Okay. So that's what I did. I signed that paper and I didn't have to do it. So perfect. Yeah. It's your choice. Should be your choice. Yeah. Currently unvaccinated and unafraid. Oh, that's me. We're, we're in the same boat. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't pump me. What are they up to? The fifth shot? 
I didn't even get the first two. I'm certainly wouldn't get five. Even if I, if I gave in and broke and gave to the first two, I certainly wouldn't get any more than that. So I'm surprised that people are still going strong when it has really no efficacy anymore. It's, it's just a joke now at this point. Yeah. And people are dropping like flies with that, man. It's, it's, Bad news. I talked to a good buddy of mine the other day, and he said, you know, I can't say for sure, um, but his um, his wife, she ended up getting the shot. I guess they wanted to do a, a cruise, and within 30 days, all of a sudden, she got um, diagnosed with MS. So there's no guarantee it's from the shot. She's over 50 years old, never had a problem before, and all of a sudden, it came out of the blue once she got a shot 30 days later. I can't say for sure it is the shot. But it's just another one of those scenarios where you hear so many people say, yeah, I was fine. I got the shot. And all of a sudden, something is weird in my body now. And it kind of like rejected the whole shot premise. So yeah, who knows? I it, yeah, I don't trust it either. Um, going, going back to God, um, you uh, when you were growing up, were you Christian or is that something you came into later in life? I was not Christian personally because I, I didn't really understand it. Um, my my father was, my, you know, my whole family, they're all, all conservative Christians. I was too young to really understand it, I guess. I don't know. I, it's not that I didn't believe right. in God. It's that, uh, you know, I was more agnostic. You know, I questioned God a lot when bad stuff would happen, and whatever. Um and I was never made to go to church or anything, but my dad always expressed, you know, how important having God in your life was. Absolutely. And, yeah. And you finally, Absolutely. you finally came into around what age did you finally kind of straighten yourself out? Well, um, I of course rebelled as a teen and, and I did, you know, did drugs and drank for a long time. And I got sober when I was 24 and I became a Christian in 2017, I gave my heart to Jesus, and I uh, got baptized in uh, 2021. Beautiful, man. That's a great story. I'm sure you got a great story to tell because, you know, hey, the, the beautiful thing about God is, is he's all forgiving and all accepting. So I'm sure you have a, an absolutely great story to tell there. Um, funny thing, you're a Christian. You're obviously, I mean, I'm looking at you unless I'm, I'm not seeing right. You are Caucasian. So, yeah. man, you, you ain't doing too well. You're a straight man. You're white. And you're Christian. You're not doing too well on the list. You're probably the most hated right now, just like myself. <laughs> Green, blue, and tattooed, man. That's it. <laughs> so, um, was your transition uh, to, to come to Christianity in 2017 hard, or you just um, – Something did something you don't have to get too personal because I don't want to put too much of your personal information out. But did something, uh, an event in your life happen where you said, This is it, this is my moment, I'm just going to go for it? Um, I guess really, I just came out of a bad relationship and um, I bought a house for her and I was paying for it and all that, and she kicked me out. Great, <laughs> and I was, I was sleeping, I was sober, and everything was going good in my life. And, um, basically I had no home, right? you know? And I said, you know, so, you know, something's missing. I just kept getting this, this nudge, you know, which I believe is God. Yeah. That's the calling. And yeah. 
you know, and so I just started going to church January of uh, 2017, and I gave my heart to Jesus in February. It was no particular situation. It was just a mixture of all the craziness. Yeah, just uh, a lifetime of everything going on, and then you just start hearing that whisper calling you. Yeah. That's great, yeah. man. That's beautiful, man. That's a wonderful story. Uh, you got any uh, big plans with uh, with the job? You're gonna you're comfortable doing what you're doing? Are you looking to do something else? I'm comfortable doing what I'm doing. You like what you're doing for now? Yeah, yeah, that's a good thing, man. Hey, listen, I've been doing the same thing for 12 years, and the reason I keep yeah. doing it is because I'm comfortable. I do this just because I'm scared to death for the United States and for our yeah. children's futures. So that that's why I do this on the side. But uh, my main job, I'm the same way. I'm happy with what I'm doing. I'm comfortable going to work. I know what I'm doing every single day, and life is easy. Right, so I'm with you on that one. Well, Eric, man, I appreciate you coming on with me, brother, unless you have anything left to say. Did, didn't you no, reach no, out to no, me no. one time that you were thinking about doing your own podcast? Yes, and you I did, have right? never we done that yet. I can't figure stuff out. And plus, we're in the middle of uh, trying to sell our house, so I'm – trying not i don't have much stuff in the house right now okay well you know but, what uh, uh, reach will, out to I me yeah okay. reach out to me because um as far as being financially savvy which is what i do because most people you don't make money in the beginning you spend money um yeah. reach out to me and i can suggest some things that are low cost they get you up and running and uh, free programs. They get you up and running where you're not putting out a whole ton of money. You know, it's extremely affordable and they make, make it easy. I'll suggest some of the things that I bought and still use actually like the microphone you're looking at. It's and they're not before Brandon, they weren't super expensive. They're probably 10 or 20% higher than they used to be, but they're at least, oh, uh, sol <laughs> they're at least solid equipment that could help you get rolling, man. And you can do your own thing. Okay. Yeah, so reach out to me. I man, I, I can't tell you, I really do appreciate you. That's why I wanted to have you on. Thank you so much for listening all this time. And uh pleasure talking to you, man. Like I said, keep reaching out to me and uh anything I can help you out with, especially get going. Uh, you know, we'll get together on it. All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate oh. it. Yes, sir. All righty. Bye bye. Well, that was my interview with Eric Curtis. Fun guy to talk to. Happy that he's a longtime listener. Um, I should have some more interviews, maybe not this week, but coming up soon of some of my other longtime listeners. We just had a little bit of a problem connecting. Uh, beyond that, I hope you like what you're hearing. If you do, please rate and review me. It's always a great help. Uh, if you'd like to follow me on Truth Social, I'm at The Real Little Joe. If you'd like to check out any videos I do, YouTube, it's Little Joe CC. Rumble Little Joe's Conservative Corner. And if you'd like to reach out to me, go to littlejoecc.com. Go to the contact section. Send me a message. And as you know, I will return and will respond. Uh, beyond that, have a beautiful Tuesday. We'll do it again tomorrow.